County cast. This will be a short little ditty, kind of a weekend edition, phone it in edition. Just a couple things to talk about. Hope everybody's doing well out there in crazy, crazy land. Uh, it's been a week recording this on a Saturday, and uh, very thankful that it's a Saturday. Just uh, seems like everybody kind of had a bit of a week. I don't know what's going on. Mercury in retrograde or I don't know maybe the well obviously a lot of COVID anxiety out there and I'll talk a bit a little bit about my a little bit about my own a little bit here in a here in a little bit anyway but uh anyways it's December somehow um doesn't look like it looks like uh, November still but eventually I'm sure we will have snow on the ground with December obviously comes you know what Christmas season and uh, it certainly seems to have arrived early this year seems to me trees are up lights are up people are shopping um, sooner and I get it I mean this year more than ever we need you know shiny stuff to look at and shiny things to hear and just uh, you know a, a nice distraction in our lives I get it I get it no judgment uh, no judgment here um, everybody's got to do what they got to do to get by one day at a time. But uh, a big part of Christmas every year, and I think probably this year more than ever, um, is you know the charity season that it brings as well. Charity, obviously important all year round, but uh, never more important than the holiday season. So just wanted to give a, a quick shout out to a few charities that are out there in the county um, and surrounding area, if you're listening. I mean, these charities exist no matter where you're listening, but uh, to the county specifically, you know, in Wellington, you have the Storehouse Food Bank that's run by Linda Downey, who is uh, awesome, um, close to Saintly. Uh, they do great things there. And a shout out to CML Snyder School, who um, I think it was Rob Garden on Twitter shared uh, one of the classes uh, making kind of a, a promo video or a a video um, suggesting that you donate to the Storehouse Food Bank. So they're certainly uh, one that's doing a great job there in the western part of Prince Edward County in Wellington. Uh, the the tried and true, the uh, Children's Foundation Angel Tree located at um, the Kinsman Building in Benson Park here in Picton. And that's run as always by my darling mom for the, I don't know, for as long as I've been alive or as long as I've had a memory, uh, mom's done this every Christmas. I think short of maybe a couple she had to take off due to health reasons. But uh, the angel tree's up and running. There are strict uh, COVID restrictions in place, um, which I'm thankful for, given that my mom's in there every day. Uh, but there's still, you know, lots of avenues to help there. So uh, that's still ongoing. Feed the Meter campaign in Picton. Uh, parking is free, but you are, are encouraged to feed the meter and donate uh, your change 
this December. Uh, all that money goes to Food for Learning. If you're not sure what Food for Learning is, it is a county, well, not just the county, county, uh, Hastings County. Um, it's a it's a charity that makes sure that students at schools have you know healthy snacks, healthy meals. I think uh, just last year alone, they served over 4,000 meals to uh, schools and students in the county and Hastings County and maybe elsewhere as well. So really good charity. If you're downtown and pick the shopping, feed the meter, and uh, it's gonna go to a really, really good cause. Food banks all over the place, of course, always need help, but uh, during COVID and now with Christmas coming as well, uh, they need it more than ever. And they need money, right? Like um, the food's great, donate what you can, but uh, it, they can do much more with a $5 bill than they can with a, a can of sardines that's been collecting dust in your pantry since, you know, 2014. But uh, food banks, do not forget them. Uh, they really need your help th this, this time of year, especially. Alternatives for Women, really good charity. Um, no matter where you are, uh, there's a really good uh, system set up in Belleville and a couple good entities there. But there's also one in Picton that uh, you, you might not know about. Um, so a simple Google search will get you in touch with them. And don't forget our friends at the Humane Society as well. Our furry pals need help and care uh, all year round and this time of year as well. So, um, you know, whether you can donate a couple bucks or donate some food or you know, even look into adoption. I've been trying to uh, adopt a dog. I've had that idea, I think since August. And it, uh, like a lot of things during this pandemic, I've had the same idea as everybody, trying to learn how to bake, um, looking for a dog to adopt. And uh, just seems this corridor, you know, from like Coburg to Kingston, there are uh, not a lot of dogs out there for adoption, which is good. There's a lot of cats and I'm, I'm almost there. Um, not quite ready to, to be a cat guy yet, but uh, don't forget our friends of the Humane Society as well. Uh, help them out. I guess on the Christmas note, Recording this on December 5th, probably publishing it on the same day. So I have nothing else to do. It's a pandemic, staying home. It's easy for me, so I do it. Um, I do have to get groceries at some point this weekend, though, but uh, that's fine. Anyways, Christmas in 2020, what is it going to look like for you? For me, it's going to look a little bit different. And I think on a broad scale, it, it has to, right? Like we've been instructed from various forms of government to... Um, <laughs> consider having a little bit of a different Christmas this year. Um, it seems to make sense to me that, you know, sacrificing a little bit of normalcy this year uh, is worth not getting sick. Or, I mean, my bigger fear is getting someone else sick and having to deal with the repercussions of that for, for the rest of, you know, my slash your life. You know, like I said earlier, I have admittedly been fighting the COVID anxiety uh, pretty hard this week, especially. Um, like I said, I don't know uh, what, it, what it is, something in the air, something in the water. But a lot of people seem to be battling it, uh, especially a little bit tough this week. So hope everybody's doing uh, okay as they can out there. Uh, keep treading water. Man, we're all trying our best on this spinning goddamn rock. Um, take some deep breaths. Be smart. Control what you can control. And, um, yeah, just remember that uh, you can control your own destiny here by the decisions you make. Uh, talking to... Uh, a couple friends this week and some really good chats that uh, were really helpful uh, and I'm really thankful for. But uh, 
during those chats, we were just talking about, you know, the blow off there's going to be on so many levels after this damn thing's over. Um, you know, my partying days are, are, for, are for the most part long behind me, but my God, uh, won't we have all the collective steam in the world to blow off after this? So, you know, let's all get there sooner by, by, by being smart about the holidays this year, getting ready for the vaccines and hopefully having a close to normal summer or at least a close to normal fall in 2021. It's been a few weeks since we've recorded what's going on in the news. Let's do some news shout outs. First and foremost, I have several, but we'll be offering none of my opinions on the Christmas basket issue in Picton that popped up this week. Another issue that popped up this week uh, in Wellington, a scary one, but uh, shout out to the Hastings Prince Edward District School Board for shutting down the CML COVID situation uh, immediately and swiftly. Not taking any chances. Great job. If you haven't heard by now. I'm sure you have, but there was a positive uh, test uh, from a student at CML Snyder. So swift action, uh, close the school immediately. Um, contact tracing is so, so important when it comes to community transmission. Uh, and that's something obviously in Prince Edward County, we have been taking great strides to uh, avoid. So shout out uh, for that swift action um, from Hastings Prince Edward School Board. It's, uh, it's nice when uh, the right thing gets done. And uh, lately, I've been having a little bit of a crisis of faith. That hasn't been happening enough. So uh, thank you for restoring a little bit of that uh, in me. Um, shout out again on that note, uh, talking about you know being safe here in town and throughout the county. Any local business that I have been in since the start of this since March, and I think that uh, a lot of you will echo this, uh, they've just been going above and beyond trying to make it uh, a safe environment for uh, us customers. So a shout out to all the local businesses who are doing such a wonderful job, uh, you know, making us feel safe as customers. And uh, yeah, the, I mean, optics go a long way right now. So, you know, if you're if you're one of those people on the front lines, you know, scanning groceries or wiping down carts, um, man, just all, thank goodness for people like you because you're uh, you're keeping this world spinning right now, uh, at least mine. And shout out to those local businesses, you know, some tough decisions having to be made but in the last couple of weeks with uh, the hotspots, obviously in the Toronto area, um, local businesses have started to say, you know, we're, we're going to stop serving people from those areas. And, you know, that's can't be an easy decision to make, but uh, shout out to them. And I know the Maryland and the Waringhouse are among them here. And there were a handful of businesses in Belleville kind of taking the same approach. It's, uh, you know, these kind of times call for drastic measures. Uh, you know, nobody wants to turn business down, especially obviously when business is down uh, across the board. But uh, yeah, some tough decisions have to be made out there. And again, as a person in the general population in this area, uh, I certainly appreciated the businesses that, uh, that, that do that. So lots of good going on, but uh, unfortunately, lots of bad too. You know, it's December, it's cold. Well, or at least it's getting cold or it's supposed to be cold uh, eventually. But uh, it's snowbird season, traditionally snowbird season, right? Lots of dark houses. Um, that usually means, you know, our seniors, people who can and want to get away to the south. A lot of people from here go to Florida, retreat to Arizona as well. Uh, this year, the government's told you not to, guys. And I can't believe the amount of people that I've heard that are still going down 
to their vacation homes for the winter during COVID. Have you guys heard what's going on in places like Florida, in places like Arizona? Uh, every level of government has told you not to do it, and some of you are still doing it. Um, and I, dare I say, and maybe this sounds alarmist, but some of you probably won't come back. That's just the reality of how things are down there. Every single day down there now, there's a new 9-11 in terms of lives lost to the coronavirus. I think yesterday was close to 3,000. And guess what? A lot of those are seniors. And dare I say, or dare I suggest that a lot of the snowbirds that, you know, flock Canada and head down south for the summer are seniors. Of course they are. And let me tell you, if you do come back, are you going to bitch and are you going to moan and, you know, cry hard times when you are forced into quarantine for 14 days or whatever the situation is, you know, in March or April or May, whenever you come back? Or are you going to take your medicine and suck it up and shut up and do what you're supposed to do and be responsible and not be so selfish? I don't want to hear about how millennials are irresponsible super spreaders of this virus anymore because there's a whole cohort of boomers and seniors who are being pretty irresponsible right now by still going down south. You think that's more important than, you know, doing good for the greater good? It, so, you know, live your life and do your thing. But if you go down there and then you come back and you have to quarantine and you have to be inconvenienced for two weeks because you made the decision to go down there, wrap your head around that because I don't want to hear Anybody on the radio moaning, complaining about it. I don't want to see letters to the Gazette about it. I don't want to see comments on County Live about it. You take your medicine when you come back and you do what you're supposed to do for everybody else. And there's also stories around like there's morons, anti-maskers out there who went to go into a store a couple weeks ago that has a pretty strict, and rightfully so, if you've been paying attention, they have a pretty strict no mask policy. No shirt, no shoes, no service. Well, no mask is on that list now, too. And these people, once, you know, challenged with it, were immediately just awful people. And this is the thing. The, these kind of things that happen, they bring out the best. And unfortunately, sometimes they bring out the worst of everybody as well. And so there's a there's a family apparently suing a local business that is, you know, always done the right thing in the community, always been tremendous stewards of Prince Edward County and just tremendous representatives of the community as a whole. And now they have to put up with this garbage because these people are morons. Ah, maybe they'll hear this and I'll get sued too, but whatever. Um, I'm speaking pretty broadly. I, it's funny because I was in the same store that, that, that I'm mentioning right now that day. And thank goodness I wasn't there for that because I'm afraid. I'm just afraid of how I react if I see something like that. Um, <laughs> but come on guys, I, again, I said a couple of weeks ago, you're either part of the problem or you're part of the solution, uh, at this point. So on the COVID front, let's, let's, let's be more of the collective solution. Uh, moving on, uh, I have also missed in the last couple of weeks, uh, the decision of County council to keep the Sir John A. McDonald statue up in front of the library in front of the armory mall. Um, and you know, there's been lots of opinions stated on that. 
and there will be going forward. Um, but I just want to give a shout out to a couple awful letters, like embarrassing letters to the editor uh, in the Picton Gazette that week on the heels of that decision. And one of them from a former politician and one of them from a former wannabe politician, I, I guess like myself. Uh, first and foremost, Kevin Gale, a former Sophiesburg counselor, uh, recently retired, um, wrote in uh, applauding council's decision um, to keep the statue where it is. And uh, it's fine, whatever. He's He's got opinions and he's entitled to them. Um, he, he basically, the crux of it is he wants everybody to shut up now that council has ruled. And, you know, if that's fine if you live in a dreamland, and uh, but that's not going to be the reality, uh, Kevin. And uh, he finished his letter with one of the greatest self-owns I've ever seen here. He thought he was, you know, knocking it out of the park by quote, and I'm going to paraphrase it. I don't have the paper in front of me or the quote because uh, it's not worth my time to uh, actually, you know, give it all out, uh, I guess, from A to Z. But I'm going to paraphrase it. Uh, he quoted somebody that said, uh, we can choose to ignore history or we can choose to learn from it or something to that effect. And that was how he ended it. And he thought he, he dropped the mic. But I mean, Kevin, your letter <laughs> just was in such conflict to how you thought you ended that letter. Um, I, I literally read that and laughed out loud to myself. I had a little LOL moment. Um, wow, just great job. And the other one was even worse, was from Paul Boyd. Paul Boyd ran for mayor last time in 2018, and he might have done it in 2014 too. I think he owns a business in the north end of the county. Uh, anyways, he wrote in applauding uh, council's decision as well, but he, for some reason, specifically had to call out uh, All Welcome Here, uh, who apparently he doesn't know uh, what that group does or what they stand for or, or, or the things that they believe in. Cause he was perplexed beyond belief, you know, why or how they got involved, um, on either side or on, or I guess at all broadly in the statue of Sir John A. Macdonald here's, uh, discussion. Paul, do you remember the exact moment the world passed you by, man? Like it, it, it must've been a while ago. Uh, I know that you dropped out of the race in 2018 and, you know, I'm not sure you would have got, uh, uh, well, I'm sure you did that for a reason. At least you're a little bit self-aware, but uh, man, embarrassing, embarrassing letters from some people that wanted to be some community leaders in this area. And, you know, it's 2020 and <laughs> I, I, I'm thankful that the window for opinions like this uh, are is closing um, because yeah, there's, there's a whole world that's passed a whole generation of people by and uh Man, it must suck to be those people and, and have this happening right now. Well, I guess that's we're seeing the evidence evidence of that with uh, you know letters like this to the paper. So, anyways, good things happening. Shout outs out there to the start. I wanted to start it on a positive note, but uh, man, in typical Mark Rose fashion, I will end it on a negative. Oh man, I rambled on there incoherently. I gotta type in how to do a podcast on Google, watch some YouTube videos and learn how to end a segment. Uh, anyways, big point I think I might've missed there was uh, Kevin Gale ending that letter with, uh, you know, we can choose to ignore history or we can choose to learn from it. And uh, so my question is, by leaving that statue up, what do you think that you've learned, Kevin? What does that tell other people that they've learned? What are uh, you know, parents with kids in school supposed to tell their kids about, you know, the lesson learned there. That's why that's a cell phone. 
just an embarrassment of a, of a letter. Anyways, that's the county cast for this week slash weekend. Uh, I said at the outset I do this every week, but uh, yeah, you know, I guess the beauty of being your own boss is you can kind of do this whenever you want and whenever the mood strikes me. And hey, I woke up on Saturday and felt motivated, and the mood strike me, struck me. Yeah, <laughs> struck me. Anyways. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. If you've uh, listened to the first three episodes, hope you checked them out. Um, I'm, I'm not going to be big throughout this on, you know, begging for likes or begging for su- subscribers or anything like that. Uh, if you want to listen, that's great. I'm happy to entertain you for half an hour or so. Um, but, you know, uh, always do appreciate the likes and subscribing. Uh, you can follow us on Spotify, uh, anywhere you listen to podcasts except Apple. I haven't figured that out yet. Um, maybe one day we'll get an intern or something. I don't know. Somebody who knows more about that stuff than I do. But uh, Facebook is your jam. You can search the county cast on there just by typing in those three words and hitting enter and then, you know, finding us, following us and liking us on there. If Twitter's more your bag, like it is mine, we are at the county cast on Twitter. And if you want to send me an email for whatever reason, um, hate mail probably is going to come eventually, I assume. You can do that at the county cast at gmail.com thanks again to kate mcnaughton for coming on last time that was great chatting with her uh lots of other guests lined up trying to track down picton gazette editor and former um well picton pirates i guess builder and championship winner jason parks um but he's he's ducking and dodging me right now it's a busy time uh, i get it no worries there but jason's going to come on soon and we're going to have a good chat with him and you can learn a little bit more about a guy who's done a lot of cool different things in the county so i uh, look forward to that here in the coming weeks until then everybody make good decisions out there be smart wash your hands make essential trips only and uh until we talk again we'll see you down the road somewhere all right <laughs>